everyone, welcome to Dads of Daughters. I'm your host, Dave Hale. You're probably wondering what this podcast is all about. Um, you're probably wondering why this is any different from the millions of other podcast books, online forums that I'm sure you've come across in some form or another. This episode is, is about answering that question. It's about giving you some insight into who I am and what I'm about and there's no better way of doing that than, than having a conversation um, with my wife, Meg Berryman, who, who, who joins me today on this podcast. Um, hopefully, it's, it's a good taster for, for the episodes to come um, and I'm really excited about where we're going on this journey. So, I hope you enjoy. Um, do jump on the Instagram page, Dads of Daughters Pod, if you've got any, any comments. Um, but I look forward to you joining me for this episode and plenty more to come. Hi, Meg. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Um, we're both slightly exhausted and sleep deprived, um, so we'll keep this as upbeat and brief as we can. Um, let's dive right in. Yeah, but I think that's kind of the point, right? Like, there's a million podcasts out there that are upbeat and that are like kind of propagating the idea within parenting that there's experts and that everyone else is doing it wrong and I think what you have to offer in like the realities of knee deep in like sleep deprivation which we are right now that is like the salve that I know a lot of fathers and mothers like need to hear (laughs) Because it's hard work. It's a very good articulation of what we're trying to do here. And I think it is really, it's really simple. It's about my journey of discovery and learning as a father of two daughters. I've got a three-year-old and uh, eight, nine-month-old now, um, million now. Um, and, you know, I don't have really the headspace or the really the desire to like dive into all the literature and you know online forums that that I think would be great but you know it's just a it's a capacity thing so this is a really good opportunity for me to to talk to the people that I'm interested in learning from and I I think we've probably lost that a bit as a as a culture as well that notion of it takes a village but we just don't have the conversations anymore. Um, there's there's a world of information out there, but we're we're so detached from the people around us that actually are going through the same things or or have gone through the same things. Um, and I think for dads in particular, um, having those conversations is is just so important. And it's it's been a great exercise for me to start to to start to delve into those exchanges Mm. it's so true and and it's kind of i think quite revolutionary in that you're having Mm. conversations with a wide variety of dads um about a wide variety of things and it's kind of that idea that i think to be the most conscious parents we can I think we do have to become empowered and not give our power away to like figures of authority. Like absolutely 
take what we can from the information available but there is so much information and there's so many opinions and there's so little listening Mm. and I think from what I understand like some of the conversations you've had with other dads there is like it's a two-way conversation it's not just a one-way conversation and I think that's what makes it a little bit different to some of the um, other parenting podcasts out there Mm. and well I hope it is a two-way conversation I'm not sure how much I'm adding just yet (laughs) Um, it's still very much a discovery exercise for me, but, um, it's, you know, it's a conversation about a lot of different things as well. And, you know, we're, we're looking at, you know, how to raise girls outdoors. We're, we're looking at, you know, community and fathers. We're looking at, um, raising kids overseas about education, but, you know, also fun things like, you know, what books to read to girls and what films you should watch with your daughters and um it's been really interesting for me to I guess um think about that sort of array of things that we we do deal with day to day it's just extraordinary um and yeah I'm I'm certainly no expert but it's it's fun to to be thinking and talking and learning on all these issues so go back a little way if you can remember (laughs) (laughs) What at what stage of your parenting journey did you start to think about some of these issues specifically as they re- relate to girls as opposed mm. to just parenting in general? Yeah, I can't remember. Um, but I think I think having Nell come along and join us um, to make it two daughters for us it really probably focused my mind a bit more um, that, okay, now now I've got two girls that need my attention and support and um, maybe that kind of was the tipping point for, for delving, delving, diving deeper into, into my learning. Um, but also, I guess, a lot of my work... Um, in, in a lot of different things has and you know our journey as well it's it's been around well there's been exposure to things like you know this mental health epidemic really that's particularly um, facing or um, being experienced by young girls um, thinking about violence against women which is an area that I've worked in previously as well male violence against women. male violence against women specifically and overwhelmingly um and and just thinking that we're bringing these two girls into a world that's that's built by men that's um that's constructed for men um and it is changing very slowly but it's it's not going to be there's no um there's no fairness that's going to be in place in the next 20 years mm. when when our daughters are going to be young adults um and you know I know and something I, I struggle with is yeah men have to be have to change this they have to be the ones that um are tackling these well they have to be at least partners but they should be leading the change because it is a male problem 
Um, so I'm very conscious that I, I can't expect our daughters to, you know, tear down those structures and to be um, the the beacons of, you know, feminism that, that changed the world. It, it's, it's a male problem. But equally, they, they have to survive in this world. Mm. Um, but I want them to thrive in this world as well. Mm. Um, and the fact is we've got two daughters and if we had two boys, I, I would be hoping I'd be doing a, this, you know, line of investigation and discussion about male privilege and mm-hmm. raising boys. But we've got two girls, so that's where my thinking's at, I think. Yeah. And, and we should say that currently we identify them as he uh, sorry as her she using Mm. using that pronoun but um of course that may change in the future too and that's um part of this discussion as well i think that your conversations don't just apply to hetero couples like you know um or cisgendered kids or you know like that, that that this conversation is broader and it's around um gendered norms and how they impact young people and how they're propagated primarily through parents Um, and as you say by fathers I'm really fascinated by this idea that fathers need to like tear down the patriarchy in order to to uplift and empower girls it's it's like really interesting to me because I think if there's one thing that as a woman makes my blood boil more than anything, it's when men say, why didn't you just say something? Um, And it's that kind of mentality of like expecting women to self-identify within a structure of silence or within a, you know, a system of like oppression. And, um, you know, I think within your journey, like how much has it been shaped by your own kind of awakening conscious journey around feminism, around owning your privilege, around also understanding that we have a highly sensitive three-year-old mm. who doesn't speak up and like how much have those factors influenced where you're standing now, do you think? Yeah, I mean, completely. Mm. Um it's I mean these discussions are a reflection of my journey and I wouldn't be having them if it wasn't for you and if it wasn't for our daughters Um, and I think one of the things I was grappling with was um, this question of like you know equality versus fairness yeah Um, I think a lot of men struggle with that in that okay so we're having we've got an equal or a more equal society mm. but it's not necessarily a fair society um, because there are still structures in place that even though opportunities might be seem equal they're not actually fair yeah and I always think back to that picture of, I imagine you've seen it does the rounds on socials um, of the three kids trying to look at a baseball game over a fence mm. Um, and they're three different ages, so they're three different heights. Mm. So the eldest can just stand there and look over the baseball fence, but the next eldest, the middle child, is shorter and can't see over the fence, so they need a small box to stand on to be able to see the game. Mm. 
and the youngest is the shortest and they need the biggest box to be able to look over the fence and see the game. Mm. Now, that's that shouldn't be the fault of the youngest. That's, you know, they can't do anything about their age. Mm. And if we were treating them equally, we would have left them at the same level. Mm. But if we're treating them fairly, they all get the same outcome. We have to do different things to get them to where they need to be. Mm. And I think the same is true of raising girls. And, you know, I'd, I'd love just to raise... Or I'd like to think if I had boys, I would raise them... Well, I and originally would have thought, raise them equally. Everything's mm. equal. Um, and they're going to be... They're going to be fun, adventurous and... Um, and self-believing and, um, you know, bold and sensitive and whatever they want to be. Mm. But for it to be fair, you know, you have to actually do more work with the girls to get them to the same point, mm. you know, tragically. Yeah. And that's what a lot of this thinking is about. And I'm not saying I've got the answers. I'm not saying necessarily that framework is um, universal or perfect but that's that's kind of where I'm at and that's that's where these discussions are going mm. but you know it's not a um, this isn't knee deep in feminist theory or anything like that this is just these are conversations with dads trying to do their best who have daughters and there's there's just a lot of learning in that mm. um, and there's some discussions as well with with some amazing women that um, uh, you know, specialising in such things as, you know, fashion and, you know, um, there's a great conversation about dresses. I remember Millie a few, sort of six months ago, asking me, Dad, why why don't dresses have pockets? And I was like, because of patriarchy, Millie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is. Yeah. And we talk about that. And, um, yeah, there's... It's just a lot of fun conversations and I think it's very relatable. Um, so I don't want people to feel like it's it's heavy in any way. It's not. It's personal and it's um, it's people just trying to do the best they can. Mm. Well, I think everyone is fundamentally doing the best they can. Like, that's the yeah. thing. I just... I think the reason why I went down the feminist theory route is, is <coughs> because I think sometimes it's important for parents to understand what potential there is for influence and how purposeful parenting can be without like without applying more pressure because fuck we just do not need more pressure but it's about being like if you can do this you know if you can if you can just listen with openness to these conversations and be willing to be moved by them like that will have an impact like I think it's it's less about looking at our girls and trying to make them a certain way like you and I have had a lot a lot of conversations around well a lot we don't talk to each other very often <laughs> we don't really see each other we've had some conversations around like not not through our trying to like tear down the patriarchy just prescribing them all the reverse roles of like the feminine right so like you know we only want girls that are strong and courageous and brave and you know all of these antidotes to the to the kind of toxic femininity but 
I think the most challenging thing is how we can allow our daughters to be themselves unapologetically and to do that as parents we need to and so like that's what's so profound about these conversations is it's like I've heard you recording them and through them you're really empowering other dads to see the purpose the importance but also to see that they are doing a good job that they do have something to say on it that they can be self-aware and reflective and that's really really important like and that's fundamentally more important than anything you do to the girls yeah. do with the girls should I say and that's yeah I think that's two really good points the, the first being around how do we raise girls to be the spectrum the full spectrum that they want to be um, and that's been a learning thing for me as well because you know, I look at movies and I see girls in pretty dresses and bows in their hair. I'm like, no, bad feminist. Yeah. But no, that's not true. They're, that's a perfectly... That's one expression. That's one yeah. perfectly, um, you know, valid experience and representation. So long as it's alongside all the other interpretations um, of women and girls that there are, which is obviously the problem. But mm. that in itself should be the problem. But the second thing is around... Um, that dis- that journey for men and fathers um, that's that's really what it's about it's about men doing the best they can to be the best role models they can um, and it's not about like the ins and outs of how to parent totally. this way or that way yeah. it's about men having putting some thinking around being a father to girls mm. Um, and what's important and what what's good to think about um, and in doing that hopefully we're empowering men to be to be the change mm. in society because it's it shouldn't be on our daughters it should be on us but also it's kind of really profound as I think about it because by allowing a framework to have more thinking around it within dads conversations with dads you're also challenging toxic masculinity as much as you are Mm. um, prescribed femininity right like you're actually saying to think about those things like by having daughters you've had to own a whole lot of parts of yourself that the prescribed masculinity in our culture doesn't really allow Mm. and so like your personal journey or anyone's personal journey to be a father of daughters is really like the most profound opportunity not only for them but for yourself to really own as much expression in yourself which is what we're actually trying to enable in our girls as well Mm. sounds fun do you know what i mean yeah absolutely and that's that's the that's the ultimate challenge and you know, I think that's the exciting part as well. Mm. Um, and and definitely it's the challenge for us. And, um, yeah, I think you write earlier in saying this has been, you know, everyone I've spoken to was, you know, my peers in particular are coming at this, I mean, we all do. We're just not thinking about it. Yeah. And just to have, <laughs> and we're just so... I mean, it's like the ultimate male privilege. Like, uh, we're just not thinking about we're it. We're just not thinking about it. 
<laughs> like we're pretty tired as well. Man excuse. Um but it's been a really good exercise in bringing some awareness during the conversations and hopefully in listening to these conversations it can be a similar exercise in just bringing some male awareness. Mm, yeah. Um, which is where you gotta start. Absolutely. What are you um scared of in doing this podcast? Oh, I think um I think the main thing it's just that that vulnerability of putting myself out there without having the answers. Mm. Um and maybe looking like a bit of an idiot in some of the discussions being asleep at the wheel as as a dad of daughters like we were just saying you know just not having that awareness and thinking about it sufficiently so it's very much my my introduction um and you know crash course 101 into some some of these issues and not issues but you know this this thinking and line of inquiry and um so yeah it's definitely scary just putting yourself out there and um not not being the expert in the room which i guess is who i normally like to be Mm. man (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah it's it's definitely a different different hat to be wearing um but it's exciting as well it's um you know, it's sort of edge of the seat thrills. It doesn't come across. Yeah, it's not a roller coaster. <laughs> look at don't, us, don't having, wanna, look don't at us having all of our thrills <laughs> on a Wednesday night. Um, I'm laughing because when I first met you, I was like telling all my friends how much of a like, this guy's like a Buddhist monk. Like, he's just so Zen. He really grounds me like he's just the antidote to my like crazy nervous system and then several years later I remember saying to my friends I actually I'm actually beginning to wonder whether he's he is a zen monk or whether he's just like really repressed and then <laughs> today in the pool we, we were on holidays with some friends um to I mean we've been complaining but we're, we're having an amazing time and we're so lucky and privileged to be able to do it but um we started talking about, you know, just some vulnerable stuff. We were hanging out in the pool with the kids and um, <laughs> I just went down a rabbit warren and one of our friends, who's a guy, also a dad of daughters, it just goes, oh, my God, it must be so hard to be a woman or something like that because I just unleashed the Medusa head, like, into the conversation. And um, anyway, I can't remember where that was going. But what mm. I'm sa- what I'm saying is you're so it's been such a journey to be at this point to be vulnerable Mm. and to do that you've had to kind of be willing to feel feelings and that's not a very comfortable thing i think for for dads or men in general no men identifying and in fairness i think i was just on a um on a floating donut in the pool and just drifted away (laughs) from that conversation (laughs) So I'm not I'm not there fully yet, but um, yeah, it's it's definitely part of my growth, and 
um, it's a good excuse um, to continue that journey for sure. So who's the podcast for and where can people find out updates? Uh, look, I'd suggest it's for dads of daughters, um, unless it's been horribly um, mismarketed. Um, it's It's just for any man who you know, might not necessarily be a father, but has has a young girl um, in his life in some way, maybe an uncle, um, maybe a granddaughter, um, who is just wants to think about how they can be the best version of themselves to raise the best daughters or help raise the best daughters that they can. And it really is that simple. Um, and it's it's for people and it it doesn't have to be dads either you know i think it's it's a good conversation for everyone but i don't want to put the responsibility back on mums to you know another thing to be thinking about well we're Um, already thinking about it that's the thing we're already yeah well that's right it you know we're playing catch up so you might you might want to skip ahead a few episodes perhaps (laughs) um but check out the instagram page it's dads of daughters um pod um, You're not to be mistaken with the dad of daughters who has 35,000 followers. That is not you. No, I don't have twins. <laughs> um, not... Not as handy with it, with the iPhone, I might suggest. Not as um, s- striking with my facial features either. We both have beards. <laughs> um, but the similarity is probably in there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, check out Instagram. Um, and we'll have lots of new episodes coming this season um, and hopefully plenty more down the track. It sounds great. Well, best of luck with it. I think it's a really um, important contribution and, yeah, I can see how much it's like meeting your own values and building your relationships and um, it's just a pleasure to be raising these little humans with you I'm really grateful yeah same and you've put it well it is quite a selfish podcast it's my learning journey um and if anyone wants to come along for the ride um I'd love to have you um but thank you Meg welcome um and maybe we'll chat again sometime soon (laughs) sounds good Bye. bye